Played 17, drawn three, won 14. The Reds go back top of the league. Chris Smith, how was it, mate? Mate, buzzing. I think it's a very much deserved win and I'm very, very glad that having um, gone second briefly to, to City comfortably putting the win in, we kind of do exactly the same against a very poor United team, which makes it even better. Yeah, so satisfying. I mean, 1-0 up, hammered them for the first 20 minutes. You go 1-0 up, looks like we're going to cruise it. They get a goal back. It's nervous for a little bit, but we just turned it on again like we did against Burnley. It was one of those games where I actually didn't feel nervous at all until... Did you not? Not really. Even when it was 1-0, I never felt that we'd lose the game. I was a little nervous when it was only 2-1. Yeah, you're right. I did, uh, same. I didn't think we were going to lose. I thought, you know, it's United, anything can happen. It's the first time we've beaten them in the league at Anfield since 2013, apparently. I mean, that, that's not good reading, is it? But um... no, Some interesting statistics come out of this as well. The 36 shots is the most we've had in two years in the league. That, that spells dominance in some ways, doesn't it? I mean, <laughs> a lot of them were wild off-target shots, but... Isn't it the most amount of shots United have ever faced in the Premier League as well? Is so, it? yeah, just goes to show you the uh, the gulf between the two teams at the moment, which is pleasing to see from a Liverpool fan point of view. Um, obviously, pretty bleak for, from United's point of view. Yeah, I mean, momentum is strong when you've got the likes of Roy Keane and Neville saying that we're streets ahead of United. Roy Keane saying he thinks we can win the league. I, I don't read too much into that though, because I, I genuinely do feel that. United are very bad this year. United like, they, are they could well struggle for sixth. Well, they're just as close to the bottom as they are top. They could quite easily be in the bottom half. They're, they're the closer to bottom than they are top, aren't they? Mm, 24 points. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's nice that the the changes off the bench as well oh, show just, that even yeah. with injuries, we've got firepower, which is great to see. Absolutely, absolutely. Should we? So, do you want to do something that we haven't done for a while? We'll go go through the team, talk about um, whether they're impressed or not, and generally just do it like that. Do a bit of a match review, player by player. Yeah, go for it. Start with the goalie then. Well, <laughs> having spent all week basically just bumming him on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, going to happen today, yeah, wasn't it? It was going to happen. It, it was written, but um, yeah, we made a compilation video yeah. of his highlights. <laughs> Oh, just disappointing, really. I mean, it was it, wet. It, it won't be remembered. I didn't realise we won how... the game, but yeah. it, if we had have drawn that one all and City then don't slip up and you know we end up losing the title by a couple of points, they're the kind of things that you look back at at the end of the season, thinking you know it should have been a lot different. Correct. It could have been different. Let's let's say he's tried to cross turn Iannaccio and we lose against Leicester, and let's say he's done that in the last minute and we drop two points today. Um, it's totally different for him. We uh, we were saying, weren't we, that for all his uh, haters, Mignolet, <laughs> as, as nervous as he made us all, I don't really remember... Obviously, there are several examples, but the, the concentration of Alisson's errors is far higher, it seems, at the moment. Yet you could still argue that he's been the most impressive goalie in the league. It's really odd, isn't it? I was saying to you earlier, wasn't I? Um, it's one of those ones where, because he's done so much good his mistakes rarely get spoken about and what was it you were saying to me about like the 4% stat oh yeah Simon Brundish on Twitter said that um, was it Simon Brundish I, I don't know anyway I saw on Twitter someone saying that Alisson has been involved in or directly involved in 4% of all of the, the errors leading to goals in the Premier League and you know that if that was Mignolet or Carriest, that would be going viral on oh, Twitter abso- right now absolutely yeah and what don't I'm, get me wrong I love him yeah. and I think he's been an incredible signing yeah. but 
they are two big mistakes that he's made this season. Um, any but, cause for concern? No, no. I mean, we start no, no, no. we start after a three one win at home to United on a negative. I'm going to go out there and say that Alisson, I'm all right with that. Mistakes yeah. mistakes happen. The, the positive thing about him is he bounces back. He's so yeah. so so cool on the ball. The way he draws two men onto him is brilliant and finds yeah. himself space. And he more often than not finds his man with a pass. More often than not, it's Robertson who was a real weapon today. Let's move on to Robbo. What a performance. Yeah. I think possibly his best performance of the season for me. And although Shakiri proved to be the match winner, I probably would have gone with him man of the match. Robbo seems to just put that performance in every week these days. Against Napoli, he was um, nominated for Champions League Player of the Week. He, did you see Mourinho said what, um, that he's tired just from watching Robbo? He made a hundred. Mourinho's words were that Robbo made a hundred sprints, and it's so impressive. His fitness is utterly ridiculous. He's, yeah, he's got he's such a, an he's engine. Such an outlet. Every single time, you just know that he's going to be bombing either on the overlap or carrying the ball. Yeah, and well, he carries the ball so well. He just makes up twenty, thirty yards. Yeah. You know, whereas on the other side, you've got someone like Klein, who also had a very good game. We'll get onto him in a minute, but. Just the difference of like the way that they carry the ball in a different manner. Yeah, yeah. in a different manner, and yeah. it just sets us on the, on the front foot so often. And I, I love it. I love him, and I, and I love it. Yeah, he can pr- properly just like chew up ground and and gain us twenty yards just by turning it on and running with the ball. I tell you what, play, playing right back against us must be absolutely fucking horrendous. Oh god, especially when Mane cuts <laughs> yeah. the less so than like guys. horrendous. <laughs> now, now Salah's playing more through the middle. That left hand side is just. Mm. Frightening. Yeah. Teams don't know what to do against us. We've seen back fives utilised against us. We've seen teams realise it's not working and change it. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Kleiner. You've given him some praise there. Oh, I'm, I'm absolutely buzzing for him. Were you, hold on. Hold, stop a second. Were you, how did you feel when the teams came out? I, I was 50-50. I probably personally would have played Fabinho at right back and not started him. Having said that, my issue with him wasn't necessarily... His quality, because I've always, always thought You've he's always a, he's a really good him, defender. Yeah. I know he's got question marks going forward. My, my biggest issue was just the fitness. How how he played ninety without looking rusty or tiring. Yeah, having barely played at all for like two years. Yeah, he kept going. He concentrated. Yeah, well, kept like, going. I think what a performance from him, and it's a, it's great news for us because questions are over. You know, uh, personnel with all the injuries. Do we need another player now? If he's going to come back into the team? I mean, I'll hold my hand up and say that I was on one of our latest podcasts saying I would rather Rafa Camacho up here than Kleine. He's p- proved me totally wrong today. He's, just, he's a solid defender, knows his limitations and sticks to them. He doesn't yeah. try anything adventurous with the ball, just plays it inside. The, the, he had a couple num- of wild shots from 30 yards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unexpected couple of 30 yarders from Kleine. But I like that. It shows that he's confident. You know, he, he didn't come in and shy away from it at all. He didn't until he, Shakiri was through. And I thought he was going to try and take poach off Shakiri. I thought he was going to take him out then. And nearly trip him up. <laughs> he would have smashed it top, top bins instead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was worried when I saw that Rashford was starting. Um, they got a lot of joy from against us last time from that ball. Lukaku isolating Lovren um, and Rashford running off our right fullback. It was Trent last time. I, th- I thought they'd probably target that play again, but they didn't seem to. Um, Lukaku seemed to play off Van Dijk initially, which surprised really me. Really weird. Do we really need to talk odd. about Van Dijk? How was Van Dijk? Imperious? Danny's to tell Do you even need to say no? Just very, very good. Calm, solid, bossed it. 
Lovren was the other interesting one for me because obviously him and Klein playing on the same side, having not played for such a long time, must have been identified as a weakness. And as you said, like it's been exploited before that that side against us. But again, Degsy steps up, didn't really put a foot wrong, or might have been better in the build up to the Allison mistake for the goal in terms of closing the shot down, uh, the cross down from Lukaku. But very calm, very solid, and I never thought that anything other than like only can see. Yeah, one he was rela- he was reliable yeah. today. So, such is Lovren historically that you, you you feel worried on seventy saying that Lovren's been excellent today. But yeah, I you said know, it to you on eighty, you, didn't I? Yeah, like, on eighty, risky. But, but um, he he's he's putting those those sort of worries to bed a little bit, I think. And one day he's going to score a thirty yarder. <laughs> one day he's going to do it I love that he's still trying it. Yeah. He, I have to say his use of the ball was very good today I agree I was he was fizzing that. it out from the back and yeah. doing his, his cross field p- passes yeah. that he does quite a lot anyway But he's better with the ball when we play higher up yeah. the pitch and Fabinho and Wijnaldum showed today brilliantly Fabinho and Wijnaldum were excellent today in terms of helping their defenders as, as options yeah. they helped Klein out a lot Robbo doesn't necessarily need that option Robbo, Robbo seems to open the pitch up for himself and almost run games from left back but certainly Klein and, and Lovren um, they need that option sort of being put in their face um, whilst we're sort of on the centre backs how many bloody corners did we have today when are, oh, when are we going to God um, we, we didn't so the first couple, I thought the delivery was superb. From it was Genie, wasn't Unexpected it? Unexpected takers in. initially, yeah. yeah. Genie and um, and I thought well, we, might, Robert, we yeah. might get something here, mm. but then, but then they, we just didn't. The the last sort of six or seven didn't win any of them, and the court the actual corners were bloody awful. On the entire the entire passage of play from about sixty one minutes to sixty four minutes seemed to be just relentless Liverpool corners, <laughs> and we <laughs> relentless did relentless first with it. <laughs> on the corners. It, it was a strange passage of play because that also coincided with a number of our centre-backs and Kleine having shots having from shots, 35 yeah. yards. Just boosting the stats. Yeah. But, um, and for, Fabinho had shot one in there for good value. Well, Fabinho was one of those who had several long-range shots. How did you think he was today? I thought he was very good today. I, I have been one of his doubters, as, as you know. Um, I'm still not 100% sold on him, but on, on the showing of today... I will say it's against a very slow and cumbersome United midfield. United bypassed their midfield a lot, but what I would say is he ran that midfield. But today. yeah, he bossed there are, it. There are reasons teams skip out midfield, and Fabinho, you could look at today and say mm. that United were trying to um, play round him and over him. What, it seems like they swapped it tactically and put Fellaini into Fabinho's spaces at half time at one all. Well, what, what was nice for me is that he's he's renowned as like um, a hard tackling sort of real defensive midfielder, but. He he bossed it in other ways today because we had so much of the ball. It it was actually his ability as like a playmaker. I thought that was that was well excellent really. Yeah. And it, and his assist for Mane uh, for the for the opening goal just shows that he can pick a pass from deep. He's a good footballer, isn't he? But the, the way he was just putting his foot on the ball and keeping possession, sl- playing fast, playing slow at the end in the last ten minutes, it was just really impressive. So I, some, I was impressed by Fabinho. Yeah, yeah, very impressive. My big question mark, and I and I want to see this. Um, this happened but when a fast paced high tempo team play against us is he quick enough across the ground to properly be like the Mascarano-esque kind of defensive midfielder when teams are breaking on us you mean yeah yeah. Like, I, quicker, I, I get your point I high tempo yeah. teams I get your point yeah because United were very cumbersome and slow through that middle today which yeah. plays into his 
his hands, I think. We're, our defence is playing far higher up the pitch than we've seen in years, though. And that, and that kind of like forces their out ball. It, it, it takes the danger away from your midfield spaces to your defend, defensive spaces. And it's particularly when Gomez is playing, but when Van Dijk and Robertson are there as well. We're very good at hurting teams on the break. We're also good at defending teams who break against us. Look, United didn't look like scoring today. Appreciate they did score, but it came from nothing. They, again, didn't look like scoring after that. Yeah. The next best chance that comes to mind is probably the Fellaini one that knocks the paramedic out. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, have a look at Twitter. Love forget Fellaini long range ends up smacking a paramedic off, its cha- off his chair. <laughs> um, so, one yeah, you mentioned Genie already. <sighs> I cannot, cannot praise the boy enough. I think I'm probably running out of praise for him now, but I seem to be saying it every week. A bit of an unsung hero. Today, he was way more than an unsung hero. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Again, he was great against Napoli. And it seems like him and Fabinho could form a very decent partnership. Yeah, he was he was good again today, wasn't he? I, he needs to get a goal at... That, that, that's that not his role the, anymore. No, I know. It's not I his know, role. I know. But that, that play at the end of the Napoli game, there was one play at the end of the game here where he had a shot on his left. But you, like you say, throughout the game, he was excellent. He just, it's just his use of the ball. He, he never loses the ball. And he holds the ball so well, even even under pressure. I'd love to know how much he ran today. He looked like he was everywhere today. Left of the pitch, mm. right of the pitch, high up, deep. Really good game from Jimmy today. Who do you think is our number one on the team sheet in the in the midfield? Well, like I said last if time, Milner's Klopp, fit, Klopp seems to, team to like one Elderman and Fabinho playing together. I think Genie's probably the first midfielder on the team sheet. Because he seems to be the one that plays all of them. doesn't matter what the variation is. Yeah, well, I Milner thought we were going to see Fabinho in a 4-3-3 today for the first time. But we kind of played a bit of a 4-2-3-1 with Fabinho and Wijnaldum sitting. Mm. Kiter off the left, which I hate. I don't like seeing that. I don't want to see that anymore. I didn't it, think it doesn't was, work. It didn't, no. Right. Well, right. well, let's move on. Let's do, let's do Kater. He was disappointing today. He was frustrating. I, I like that he tries stuff. I do like that he tries to run with the ball, tries to find a final third pass. He tries to. He looks for a, a forward runner most times he gets the ball. And he's a progressive footballer, but he was getting it wrong a lot today. And that is a first for Mr. Tom Vergazio. <laughs> My <laughs> first ever Blowing air up his arse, aren't you? <laughs> criticism. Yeah, he... Um, well, he got he got scythed by the, with the reducer from Lukaku. <laughs> he got reduced, but he got it, a big reducer. For me, it was a performance that embodies everything that I don't like about him. I get that he tries the right kind of things and he's positive in his play. Um, I still just cannot shake that feeling that we've signed a raw eighteen-year-old, and he's. You keep not... saying this that he seems like a, a I, young, but that, it's how I feel. Like his decision making is poor. There are so many opportunities with through balls well well he did he did try them particularly in the first half he was he was looking and for he just got it wrong and at that level if you want to be a top class midfielder you know that the likes of David Silver and Kevin De Bruyne will thread those through and it's just there's just something that I just don't feel like he's a complete player well United played with three centre-backs to start with um, and they had one front foot centre-back which more often than not was Eric Bailly who was rushing out of defence yeah and the, and that does make it harder to find a runner through the but Yeah, they were very defensive. Cause on the flip side, I thought he was absolutely brilliant in his last outing. Um, so I just don't want to see him on the left Yeah, again. the position is tough for him as well. I'll give him that. Yeah. But, but the, the, I want to see more from him against top opposition. Overall, though, I thought the four two three one worked. I think Firmino had one of his most impressive games in parts in the ten. He was doing a lot yes. of Firmino work, winning the ball back, turning. I thought it was great he, in the first half. He was very good in the first half, yeah. Second half, mm, a bit hit and miss for me. 
He needs. He's, you can tell he's desperate for a goal, he but he does. He does need to stuff, start yeah. scoring a few more again. But that's been kind of a pattern throughout the whole season. I think it's been a little stuttering going forward, but the the rest of the work that he's known for has been good still. He's very good at receiving the ball, going past a man, slowing down, going past him again, and having more space than he had before he took oh, the ball. There was that moment yeah. where he got the ball on the edge of their box. Surrounded by four players, and he got How his on shot. Earth off. did he get out of that? Yeah, no idea. <laughs> what the one that Daya parries, and then Kaita follows up and <laughs> yeah. takes a little stutter. <laughs> you were saying, why is he? Why is he stuttered? Watch your back if you haven't seen <laughs> yeah. it. He stutters. It was you, you know, Mane would slide in. You on know, Mane would rush in. and smash <laughs> it in. <laughs> no, that's just me being picky about Kaita, but yeah. But Mane did rush in and smash one in in the first half. Needed. And it was phenomenal. Yeah, was in 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 every way. Great movement, great ball by Fabinho. Fabinho, Fabinho even uh, traps it beautifully and finishes well, which is yeah. not expected considering f- weighted against Napoli. Lovely first touch off the neck. <laughs> yeah, but what, what I was saying, we were saying before this, weren't we? Mane is secretly left-footed. Yeah, he seems to miss no, it. It was more your point about when he has time. Yeah, he fucks it. Yeah, because I mean, that one was all a bit of a blur, wasn't when it? When he acts on impulse, he tends to be touch goal. He's yeah. such an unpredictable player that if you as a fan who watches him every week don't know what he's doing, he seems to look often like he doesn't know what's going to happen next. He must be so hard to defend against. I'd hate to play against yeah. him. Like, yeah. absolutely hate to. He was everywhere today, off the right, off the left, mm-hmm. running in behind, coming deep to get the ball. And he was yeah, great, great to have him scoring again. I think if, yeah. if we can get him back on track like he was at the beginning of the season... Scoring regularly, oh, it will be really hard to stop us. I think. Yeah. How did you like Mo in the middle through the middle today? Uh, I thought he was a little bit subdued. A lot of his stuff was good. I thought he received the ball well, held it up nicely, but quieter performance than than yeah. he has had in in recent weeks. What do you think? I think his game has totally changed. He he played today like a back to goal contact striker. Yeah. Like yeah, acting, back, acting back as a bounce in, pass, yeah. yeah. It was the kind of striking performance that you were seeing Giroud play for France, where he's not less the running in behind, but the bouncing the balls off him, um, occupying centre backs in that manner, backing in like you say, rolling it off to runners. I mean, the third goal was great combination play with um, Salah backing in, giving the drop pass, um, and then obviously Shakiri following up. Do you like it? Um, I don't know. I think. Against the big sides, in which you could argue it's fair to say United perhaps aren't any longer, I still prefer seeing Firmino through the middle and three midfielders. I, I, Salah off the I right. also think Salah's a little bit better off the right still, running at into the box, like at the left or the yeah. left centre back or the left back. I think Klopp's argument would be that it's a team game and he set the team up. Yeah. With it, when Salah plays as a nine, you can get more attacking players on the pitch because you can use Firmino in a ten. And, and Firmino does the role of two players. We say this when he plays nine, we say it when he plays ten. But when when Salah's playing through the middle, it, put it this way, if we're playing a 4-2-3-1, I'd rather see Salah nine than off the right. Yeah. Because I don't know, if you... If, if you were to do a, use a four-two-three-one with Salah on the right, Firmino in the middle, you'd probably be having a look at Shakiri in the ten. Klopp's tried it, didn't like it. That's true. I, I just feel having had thirty-six shots, it feels weird to say that Salah basically yeah. didn't do anything. He didn't really even come. Did close, he? Did he? did he have any of those shots? I mean, he must have done. Yeah. But I can't really recall. It's not his most memorable game no. put it that way. But effective at the same time, didn't really do anything wrong. Yeah. Um, but talking of most memorable games, it certainly is Shakiri's most memorable game for us. And what a signing he's proved to be! He's been brilliant. Like hasn't what he? a signing for for the money, for the impact he's had, 
I don't think anyone suspected him to have quite the same impact. No, but... everything about him as well. Even even the, the interviews he gives. Oh, he's such God, a humble yeah. guy as well. It was he's... great. When yeah, when Carroll was interviewing him after the game, we said to each other, didn't we? That his answers, having been asked quite tough questions, putting him on like, the spot, yeah. as to basically what's trying it to get like him being on the bench, basically. Yeah. And he seems just like a proper decent lad. Yeah, he does. In and fact, I... we were talking before the game about. <laughs> If you could go for a pint with any of the lads, any of the Liverpool players, who would you go for a pint with? Or rather, who? and questions like, who do you think is the most liked player of the Liverpool squad? Shak- Shakiri's got to be up there. I reckon everyone loves Shaq. The fans certainly do. Yeah. I'd love to get him hammered. <laughs> yeah. A night on the town with Shakiri and Trent would be quality, I reckon. Just charging down the high street doing his celebration. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just refreshing to have that change, isn't it? If you, if you look at the bench and he, you take him out of it, Particularly from like a central point of view, midfield point of view. Yeah. You're looking probably at Lalana. Yeah. I know Henderson came on, but more to shore the game up rather yeah. than chase the game. Even goals aside, Shakiri again said it about Firmino, but the way he receives the ball um, at sort of 90 degrees to the play and just turns and yeah. breaks. Positive every single time. Yeah. I love the way he just, even off the ball as well, his work rate is so much better than I thought it would be. Yeah, he he's he just plays like he's got a rocket up his ass. He really wants this. Mm. But um, yeah, so last one, Hendo. We were we were saying, weren't we? Like, yeah, we, Klopp's equivalent of, of the former bring Matip on for five minutes. Yeah. His 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 current equivalent when he's on the bench at least is bring Henderson on to change the tempo. Of the I'm game. absolutely fine with it. I think Hendo's still very solid. And what uh, a goal that would have been if that combination play when we were doing the old delays. Oh, when he spanked it on his left foot over. <laughs> That would have been. I'd have been buzzing old. for him as well for him yeah. to have scored that. We but. nearly scored that long range left foot volley, well half volley against Napoli the other day. True. I'd love to see him go wild. It's really nice. Obviously, there's been lots of examples of it. We've been winning non-stop lately, but Henderson celebrating victories at the end. <sighs> He's just a great lad. He, isn't he just loves it, doesn't he? And I love the fact that the players seem to love him and they respect do. him. Like the minute he came on, Van Dyke gives the armband. Yeah, Van Dyke rushed Mane, over to Mane yeah. to give it to him. Um, so yeah, Wolves up next. Quick one. Worried, confident. I don't like. Formality. I, don't, I don't like the sound of a Friday night away trip to Wolves. I like it because we'll if we don't can win it, we'll, we'll put pressure back on City. Yeah, it's, it is nice to win your win your fixture when you know your your challenger has yeah. theirs to come. Yeah. Who are City playing this weekend? Ooh, don't know actually. I don't know. Yeah, no idea. But I mean, you know that that tells a story. I like. I'm not really looking at who they're playing. Mm, I mean. There's oh, very, Palace, the, the Bank Palace. There's very few teams, to be honest, that would worry them at, at this stage. Yeah, I don't tend to know who City are playing unless it's yeah. the sort of team I think can take points. I don't particularly back Palace to do so, but but yeah, I think I think we'll do Wolves. Same. Yeah, I want to see Kaita play midfield. Yeah, I'd rather see Shakiri play off the back of that. From the start. From the start. Fabinho keeps his place. Fabinho keeps his place. Lovren keeps his place. Lovren has to basically. Fine to keep his place. Yeah, there's no reason. Why not? To yeah, not. There's no reason to to not play him now, unless fitness issues. But but yeah, there we go. Reds top of the league. Thanks again for listening. 